Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every day, we rise. Challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol. Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com. With Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap, they're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. It's the list and your boy. I think it's like number 286 is what Caden told me for April 5th, 2023. Uh, I can't even say that we've got a lot of this coverage in the rear view because it's ongoing. Friday's going to be a big day, but... WWE deal is reached. Uh, a WrestleMania is in the books. Vince McMahon was back at Raw. There was an incredible hit to morale. And FightfulSelect.com had you covered there. I'll plug that later on. Uh, over over a thousand of you subscribed. I think like thirteen hundred people dropped that five bucks to check out this coverage. You guys are gonna like what you get right after this show, four p.m. Eastern. Uh, on FightfulSelect.com, we're going to have a Reckless Speculation podcast. Oh, boy. May, may, maybe not so recklessly speculating what Tony Khan's big announcement is. You'll want to see that. Interesting, because that's on my list today. So I guess we'll leave that for uh, we'll leave that for uh, the list goes on. All right. Well, the first thing that I want to do today is I want to send condolences to the family of Bob Miller, a.k.a. Bushwhacker Butch. 
he passed away on Sunday night at the age of 78. And it's a pretty sad, sad series of circumstances. He flew into Los Angeles last week to take part in WrestleMania festivities with Luke, with Bushwhacker Luke. He had a medical episode, I guess, on Friday uh, and passed away on Sunday night. And, and what makes it kind of extra sad is his family wasn't with him. His family was in New Zealand. Yeah. So I'm, I'm told, I, I know people that know him, and I'm told that uh, Luke was with him and the promoter was with him when he passed. Yeah. And uh, he leaves behind a legacy. I mean, the, the Sheep Herders, the Bushwhackers, uh, Hall of Famer, WWE Hall of Famer. And I got a personal story about the Bushwhackers, and I've told this before. Put up that old throwback pic, Sean, if you got it handy. Yeah, absolutely. That's me from June of 1999. Jesus, am I dating myself? June of 1999. I was working for an independent promoter uh, named Dale Gagne, who was kind of infamous. We've talked about him before. He had a, yeah. he had a promotion called uh, AWA Superstars. And he did a show in Fargo, North Dakota. And I was at that show doing, you know, marketing, photography, whatnot. And it was kind of a who's who of, of, of independent stuff. The Bushwhackers were on the show and George Animal Steel and Sherry Martell and, and the Iron Sheik and a bunch of people. I had the opportunity that night that that photo was taken. I had dinner with the Bushwhackers. It almost sounds like the, the, the name of a, of a documentary sitcom or something. Yeah. Uh, I had dinner with the Bushwhackers and Justin Roberts. Think about that for some. Wow. And uh, they were the coolest guys, and uh, they were very different personalities. Luke, the guy on the right there, Luke, he was the more reserved of the two. He took care of the money for both of them. Uh, Butch was loud, funny, talkative, and I spent pretty much the evening talking to Butch most of the time because he was the talkative guy and the joker. And uh, it's unfortunate what happened. Condolences again to his family and condolences to Luke Williams because I know Luke Williams is really having a hard time with this. They were yes. like brothers for 50 years. And so um, uh, it's, it's an uh, unfortunate situation. It is an unfortunate situation. And I'm going to pull this picture down real quick. I had the, the great fortune of interviewing them a couple of years ago. Uh, they, they helped out with my Inside the Royal Rumble feature. They were both wonderful. They were great guys. And uh, Butch had told me that Luke saved his life years really? ago. Yeah, saved his life years ago. And... Um, Luke is still wrestling, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. He was wrestling last month. So you hate to see this. You hate to see something like this unfold, especially uh, after, you know, he had a close call way back. But I encourage, and, you know, a lot of our viewers don't know who the Bushwhackers are, didn't watch a lot of them. They were a very sports entertainment team in WWE. Right. But if you want to go back and have some fun, the Sheep Herders were a very violent team. Yes. Yes. You would be Absolutely. very, very shocked to learn what they, the type of stuff that they did before that. They were, they were something, man. And they were, they were a very good team. They were a great unit. And uh, I remember they appeared on Family Matters. We spoke about that too uh, during our interview. They were on I Family mean, Matters. Oh yeah, they were on Family Matters. Okay, oh, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Like, I mean, they so they had some crossover and stuff like that as well, but. They were like a WWF team to the like to a T in the early nineties. Yes. And you would not would not have ever uh thought so uh if you saw them before. Hundred percent. I, I used to collect magazines in the eighties. You know, th th this is back obviously way before the internet and stuff. So I used to collect the magazines. They were always covered in blood in the magazines. The sheep herders. Yeah. 
Always. Every every battle they had, they were always covered in blood. And because I grew up in a WWF territory from a television perspective, I only knew them from the magazine. So when the Bushwhackers showed up, I was like, wait a second, aren't those the guys that are, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it uh, and it took some getting used to, but they had a hell of a run. They were a very popular team. They had a hell of a yeah. run. Guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. If you want your questions or statements right on the air, you can donate a super chat here at youtube.com slash Fightful. You can also head over to humperchats.com. We got plenty to talk about. Jake says, any update on Bailey or will that be paywall talk? I had reported on Monday on fightfulselect.com. Best $5 in the business. Uh, she was planned for the show. She was supposed to come out. She was about, then they cut her at the last minute. So she was planned to come out there. I want to add on Bailey for a minute. So Raw was on the 3rd, April 3rd. On April 2nd, Bailey posted on Twitter, quote, and sometimes the most romantic love story comes to an end, bye. So she posted that on Twitter the day before Raw. Um, you haven't heard anything about that, right? Like what that could mean? Nope. Or, okay, it's fascinating. Nope. Okay. okay. Jake says you look like you, you could be related to John Favreau. Favrio now or or in 1999 <laughs> that'd be interesting Xavier says I have to ask any Jay White news I was convinced he was going to go to WWE I thought there's no way they could have fumbled that bag guess how many hires there have been in WWE since Vince McMahon came back Jimmy yeah zero I thought for sure he would be the exception he is a guy that has the the possibility of headlining a night of WrestleMania in the future. I fully believe that. You have ready-made stories with Cody Rhodes, Finn Balor, uh, AJ Styles, the OC. They're right there. And I, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yeah, and I, you know what? I, I would bet Vince McMahon doesn't have a clue who Jay White is. And you would, think, not. you would think that Hunter... Obviously, we've seen Hunter only has so much control, right? Because Hunter yeah. damn well knows who Jay White is. But he's only got so much control, and what can you do? It's unfortunate. It is. Brent Lockman says, nothing to comment, just to support, as I can only imagine the week you all are having. Cheers. I've not had a full night's sleep since I left for L.A., but uh, this is uh, this is why we do it. Weeks like this are why I love doing this job. It's also one of the reasons I don't like doing this job sometimes, because I experience a lot of wrestlers that are upset, they're frustrated, they're, they don't want to, you know, they're, they're worried about their careers. And that's that's the very, very not fun aspect mm. of this. And um, I think that, here we go, Garmin Rose says, is Nigel McGinnis with AEW on a commentary deal? I believe there are some, some additional elements. I actually saw him. He was at the presser, the scrum after ROH. He didn't, he was in the back kind of watching. But when, like, there was this nice smile on his face when Tony Good. Khan talked about him. And I really, really loved seeing that. And I'll tell you what I don't love seeing. Vince McMahon back at Raw. Fightful Select covered this uh, to an extent in which uh, I don't think anybody else did, although there was some great reporting by Dave Meltzer and Mike Johnson. We had just a ton. We had a huge story on Tuesday about the locker room morale. I had a higher up in WWE that called me on Tuesday, Jimmy. And they said, so what are you hearing and what do we need to know? And I said, it's the worst locker room morale I've seen since Royal Rumble 2022. And, and that was said, considered the down point. Yeah, that was that was the lowest I've the low ever point. seen it. Yes, yes. So there are three WWE related things that I have gotten this many messages about. Okay, four. The Vince thing. 
uh, and I guess you could count him weaseling his way back in Royal Rumble 2022 and Hell in a Cell 2019. Just, it was bad. It was really bad. And it was really bad between 7 p.m. Eastern and 8 p.m. Eastern, Jimmy, because there was this talent meeting at six where they were being told, oh, well, nothing's going to change. And then at seven, things were changing. And somebody's saying, I didn't need a report that Vince McMahon was back in power. It was self-evident. No, no, it wasn't, Jonas, because you had people that had shows swearing up and down through January, February, March. He's back. He's back. He's. I know he's back. I know he's back. No, now we know he's back mm-hmm. when he's literally running up and tearing up the script. And to be quite honest with you, I don't know if a whole lot of people would have known based on this show that Vince was back, had we not reported, well, these two matches got canned. This one got mm-hmm. slid in. Omos was backstage eating a cinnamon toast crunch and got told <laughs> you got a match. Like that, Yes, it did require some level of reporting or else you probably wouldn't have known that Vince was backstage. You got... So, I mean, to say, oh, well, we knew. No, you knew because we had reported that the script got torn up right before it. So, you look at the tells of Vince McMahon. And there are several. I've constantly said rematches are going to be one. Getting title shots off of losses will be another word, another one. But uh, a couple of them that we saw, almost no wrestling in the first hour, commercial free hour, and tearing up that script, Jimmy. We certainly did see it. I noticed uh, the usage of the words uh, superstar and WWE universe. I heard WWE universe a lot on yeah. Monday night. And so uh, that doesn't surprise me either. If you didn't see our podcast on Monday, Sean and I did a kind of a special podcast about the Endeavor deal. And if you didn't see it, go to YouTube and look it up because I went into great detail about how the Endeavor deal will work. Uh, I talked about why I think Vince took the deal to begin with. And I'm going to go into into that now because this plays into him showing up on Raw. So what I said on Monday was I believed he took the Endeavor deal to maintain a level of control. I think that that was the catalyst. They can say what they want about this is maximum value for shareholders. Bullshit. He did it to maintain a level of control, in my opinion. And if you watch the CNBC interview, and if you didn't, you can see it online. Uh, Ari Emanuel played him like a fiddle. He completely stroked Vince's ego. He told him exactly what he wanted to hear. Vince sat there smiling, and he sat there chuckling. Because Ari was kissing his ass. And and I watched that and I said this on Monday. This is how they got the deal done. You got to remember, Vince is almost 80 years old. He is notoriously arrogant and narcissistic. He's infamous for surrounding himself with yes men. I think Ari Emanuel yeah. in, Endeavor, in Endeavor, I think they knew exactly what they were doing. I think they sold him a bill of goods. Uh, he heard exactly what well, he wanted to hear. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. They're very aware of the, the backlash of this week. and um, Are they? Oh, boy, they sure are. I mean, this you had some talent downplaying it on social media. No, it was bad. It was very, very bad. Um, they canceled. They Vince canceled two top contendership triple threat matches. Basically, Candice LeRae and Piper Niven were left out in the cold. It was replaced with a top contender tag match, which I thought was fine. There were several backstage elements that were eliminated. Elias and Omos. Uh, weren't supposed to be on the show, and then they got added to the show. Omos was not planning to wrestle. I don't think he had his gear at that time either. There had to be there was like a little bit of a rush to get that there. There were changes to WrestleMania. L.A. Knight and Bobby Lashley weren't on the show. There was there was a lot. Uh, we've got some super stickers, super chats. Let me we ask you a quick one. When you said they're well aware of the backlash, are you talking Endeavor? Yes, they're very aware of the backlash that, that occurred on Monday night. It was trending. Worst draw really? ever was trending. Oh, I see. Media. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, I want to say one thing about uh, Vince's uh, position in the new company, and I mentioned this on Monday, about how I don't think he's going to be there long term because of uh, how it's structured, right? So he's going to be the chairman of this new entity where six board members are from, are from an Endeavor, five are from WWE. But here's the thing, though. Let's say that we find out because it seems like everybody thinks Friday, if he's at SmackDown, that's going to be the tell sign, right, Sean? Yeah. If he's at SmackDown running the show, that's going to be the telltale sign that he's back. Even what even what a higher up told me. Yeah. Okay. So if he's back, it's going to be probably anywhere from six to 12 months before the new company would be in, in any position to do a new round of board elections. It's yeah. going to be, I mean, it's going to be four to six months before the new co even goes live, goes public. They're not going to do a round of word elections at that moment, right? Yeah. So that means we're looking minimum six months, could be 12 months, could even be more than 12 months before there's a round of board elections. So if he's back, unfortunately, fans, talent, staff are going to have to be prepared for that because unless, say, new allegations surface, that force him to take a step back, or maybe if something happens with his health, that forces him to take a step back. Otherwise, he's going to be there minimum of six months, maybe 12 months before there's around board elections. I would be very stunned if they do board elections and he survives it and remains chairman. I'd be I'd be stunned. I would and too. I and you know how corporate politics work. I think our Emmanuel knows exactly what he's doing. And I think that when the board elections do happen, he'll be booted out. But until then, if he wants to be back in creative, that's where they're going to be. We've got a lot of questions to answer. Kim Gray says, did they tell Seth mid-segment that was it? No, that was that was as it was scripted. Also, 
I saw people inaccurately relaying the information we posted. The Brock Cody thing was not a last minute thing that that had been planned. I'll have more details on how far ahead that was planned and some of the the tell signs of that. What's the percentage? Wood says, have you talked to anybody since Raw? Have anybody given an official statement on Triple H and Vince? I mean, no wrestlers are going to put their name on this. It'll be on background. Uh, Same with higher ups and things like that. But it is unanimous based on those that I talked to. They hope Vince isn't there Friday and they hope that he's not in creative. There are a couple of people that are like, well, I worked with Vince just fine. But right. oh, here's here's an interesting one. Cody Bondra says SRS and his contributions. Jimmy, how do you feel? Uh, I think based on what Sean got this morning, he knows how I feel, don't you, Sean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I sure do. Emily Duda says, uh, do you think with the fire Vince chance and Twitter trend will make any difference to Endeavor? Do you think SmackDown will be hijacked? I certainly think there could be some fire Vince chance. At, that'd be, uh, that'd be interesting. Uh, where's SmackDown this week? Do you know? Portland. 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 And that was another telling thing. People are like, if his ass goes to Portland. Right. Like, right. you know something's up. Because right. he was in Boston for Cena. And then, but yeah, uh, Endeavor won't be in position to do anything for a while. Yeah. But they're aware of it. Johnny says, do you, do you think that there's enough blowback internally and publicly? Vince will limit Vince's power. Endeavor will uh, limit Vince's power. No. So, so I mean, obviously, I haven't seen the paperwork. I haven't seen the agreement. But I'm sure that Vince's attorneys have, have protections in there for him. I'm sure they have provisions in there so that they can't, you know, I'm sure. So just so people understand, and this is something I talked to Sean about off the air. There's a lot of people talking about. Vince's boss and WWE's new owners, they haven't closed yet. All right. They have not closed yet. They've announced the deal because I presume they signed a letter of intent. Once you sign the letter of intent, then there'd have to be a catastrophe for it to not go through, but uh, it hasn't closed yet, but I'm sure that there's provisions to protect them from, you know, pulling a quick switcheroo on Vince. Um, but again, I mean, he is the chairman only, right? He, he's not the president of WWE with the new, uh, new co He's the chairman only the chairman can be voted out by the majority of the board. I suspect that's where we're going to end up, but it's going to take some time before that happens. We have just a, uh, a bunch of chats here. Uh, Michael Branson asks about budget cuts. Tom Lavalley asks about contract aspiring or requesting release. Uh, wrestlers aren't going to put their names on that right now either. I grizzled young vets asked for their release Monday. They were at NXT Tuesday. Right. So, uh, that's why I didn't report that they got it. Cause I have no idea about that, but there's a fear of budget cuts. Certainly that's, that's what we had reported on fightfulselect.com. And, um, I hope not. I hope not. They need that depth. Very, sure. very bad. Sure. Do you know if Vince was at all involved with the booking of night two of WrestleMania? Because quality wise, it was almost a 180 from night one. I'm sure he was involved in Brock's booking. In Brock's booking. Right. Um, but I didn't mind I, Brock's match, to be honest. I didn't mind it. It was fine. It just shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't mm. have happened at all. Van Twinblade says WWE proves once again what I've said for nearly a decade. It's not uh it's not if WWE shits the bed, it's when they shit the bed. I hate being right. It's Vince. It's Vince shitting the bed. That's what it is. DNC Digital says, is it possible talent relationships and trust with Triple H can be impacted in terms of communication of Vince coming back or lack thereof? So one of the lines in our FightfulSelect.com report was that talent is, they're, they're right now they're kind of understanding of Triple H and Nick Khan. They don't believe that Nick Khan and Triple H intentionally like lied to them or sure. misled them. They feel like 
somebody called him called Vince an 80 year old Tasmanian devil, Jimmy. And, and they were like, they're like, it's, it's so wild when you see him so composed on CNBC. Right. And then he comes through and he's like, like literally Taz from Looney Tunes spinning in circles, eating up scripts and spitting them out. <laughs> like, yeah, they're like what triple H and Nick would have never said that if they really thought that that was going to happen, but it happened. Is it true that uh, Vince didn't show up until after that talent meeting? Well, he wasn't at the talent meeting. So but yeah. Yeah. Emily Duda says, well, Vince's involvement uh, impact advertisers. I'm sure that there will be some advertisers that uh, opt to do business or not to do business because Vince is there. There have always been those as well. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, there, there's still this, there's this weird thing about pro wrestling. And, and this is one of the reasons that I think Vince has survived these allegations. And, and the fact that the guy, all of these serious allegations, and there he is let on me, CNBC. Let me roll this into this super chat before yep. you get to it, because okay. you're about to make this point. Hmm. Brian says, Jimmy, Sean, what do you think has pre pre prevented mainstream cancel <laughs> culture from ending Vince? Dude, with his severe uh, degree of allegations versus similar contemporaries, lack of mainstream care about pro wrestling. Jimmy, I, I want you to get back to your point. I I've said this numerous times. This is a big reason why the higher ups in WWE leaked this to Wall Street Journal instead of Sean Ross Sapp because they knew that if Sean Ross Sapp reported it, even though I'm very confident in my reporting, they could sweep it under the rug as silly wrestling reporting, despite how accurate we are. Wall right. Street Journal. It's going to be on CNN. Yep. Yep. Wrestling has long had this lowbrow reputation and Vince McMahon has long had this carny reputation. And this is why, you know, going back decades, if anybody saw the, uh, the documentary, um, uh, I can't remember if it was wrestling with shadows or beyond the mat might've been beyond the mat where Vince proudly said, we make movies. Yeah. That's because he wanted to be viewed like he was Disney but the mainstream really didn't. They they looked at it as like a lowbrow form of entertainment. He's a carny. And so that's why he was able, people would hear it in, in the mainstream, be like, well, of course that happened. It's Vince McMahon. So that's why he's been able to kind of survive it this long. But uh, if more allegations surface, especially now with the Endeavor connection, he would have to step back, I think. I think there's no way that he, yeah. he could continue. We've got what's the percentage Woods saying, uh, do you or people in WWE know if he'll be at SmackDown Friday? It's 50 50. Uh, the people that I spoke to yesterday had no idea. They weren't told or anything like that. Uh, Luis says, Sean, in your opinion, is McMahon oblivious to how he's viewed by the roster? Or he just doesn't care. I think he knows. I think he knows. Uh, I also don't think it was an accident that the, the Vince wedging his way back in with, with a press release was leaked as well. He's very aware of how that this would happen at this point. Somebody has to have told him. You remember Somebody... when he was... Go ahead. I'm sorry, I was going to say, you remember when he was on Pat McAfee's podcast mm -hmm. and Pat McAfee asked him something along the lines of, you know, how do you deal with the criticism and all that? And Vince... And, and this is what you need to be successful in his position. And this is one of the things that I, I get on Tony Khan about. You have to be thick skinned and you have to kind of disregard it. And I can't remember Vince's exact words, but he said something like, I just don't think about it at all. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, like you said, he's probably aware of, uh, of the criticism. I don't think he gives a shit. And, and that's one of yeah. the reasons he's been successful for 40 years. It's his and that's all he cares about. Mm -hmm. GM Dave says the person I feel really bad for Michael Cole. Uh, you shouldn't. He's a multimillionaire who's been in that company for 25 years. He's doing all right. And, and not only up. that, but you're right. And I saw a story about Cole before and the Endeavor News was announced uh, where he said that retirement's on the horizon. So I think he's already planning life after wrestling anyway. 
Yeah, I mean, and his job is very, very secure. Sure. Very secure. K775 says if Vince trips Triple H of power again like he did in 2021, could he walk like Stephanie? Will Endeavor intervene if optics start to look worse? Yeah, he could absolutely walk. 100%, Jimmy. Yeah, he could. I mean, again, he he just signed a bonus letter uh, on April 1st, I believe, was the date of it. Nick Khan did too. And Hunter, as soon as the close date happens of this Endeavor deal, and I don't know what the close date is, but as soon as the close date happens, Hunter's getting a $5 million bonus. And one of the reasons that bonus was given, and this was laid out in the uh, paperwork, was in an attempt to retain him. And so all the parties involved are well aware of Hunter's contributions and they want to keep him. And Nick Khan signed a bonus letter too. Nick Khan's getting 15 million. And again, it was done not just to thank him for his contributions, but in an effort to retain him. So I think now granted Hunter and Stephanie, they're set, right? Hunter Hunter's not living yes. paycheck to paycheck, but Hunter is so emotionally invested that it would have to take something I think pretty major for him to walk because he's just so emotionally invested. What's the percentage Wood says any chance WWE's TV partners could force their hand and Vince stepping back. Nope. Cause those are coming up sooner than later. Uh, they're, they're in the middle of rights fee negotiations, probably almost imminently love for boost says would Vince tank the company with bad booking? No, they're still going to be successful. Black Mega Man says, I know you said the Endeavor deal didn't affect the finish, but there was ever a time Cody was considered to win. Yeah, I think there was a time he was considered to win. Uh, I think as of a few weeks ago, it was it was pretty firmly in place to those involved that he was going to lose, though. Okay, I want to ask you about Cody for a minute. Okay. So Paul Heyman was interviewed by Ariel Helwani after WrestleMania. I thought the timing was very interesting. And Paul Heyman, and I respect the hell out of Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman is a genius, but I disagreed with him on this point. So Paul Heyman said that Cody Rhodes came out of WrestleMania a bigger star than he would have been if he had won the championship because there'd be no story to tell if he won, but now you know the story, which is Cody's redemption. I do not agree. I do not think that you can honestly say that Cody Rhodes is a bigger star right now as we're doing this, than he was on Sunday night going into the match with Roman Reigns. I think that there's just no way that that's possible. What's your opinion? What's your okay? That's that was that's my question. What's what's your opinion? Yeah. On that? I I agree. I don't think that there's a better time for that than that moment. I, I don't think he'll ever be as over as that specific moment. And I look at it like this, and I know people have used a lot of examples. Imagine if Hulk Hogan didn't beat the Iron Sheik. At Madison Square Garden, whatever night that was, January 23rd, 1984, because they wanted him to continue the chase and they wanted to tell the Hulk Hogan redemption story. Imagine if Stone Cold Steve Austin didn't beat Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 14 because they wanted to continue the chase and they wanted to tell the Steve Austin redemption story. How do you think that would have worked out for Hulk Hogan and Steve Austin if they had done that? So I don't agree with it at all. And and on Monday when we did this podcast, I kind of likened it to Lex Luger. And I know it's not apples to apples, Cody and Lex, but Luger spent the summer on the bus, did not beat Yokozuna at SummerSlam, and he never recovered. And I'm not saying Cody won't, but uh, in no way, shape, or form is he a bigger star now than he was after WrestleMania. And I'm going to go a step further, Sean. Give me your opinion on this. You know how we've talked over the years about, at least I've mentioned it, about how I hate stupid baby faces, right? Yeah. So Cody goes into WrestleMania 
And Roman, in so many matches, uh, referee distractions, uh, referee bumps, bloodline interference, and that's how he wins. So, number one, Cody looked dumb because he didn't have enough backup. You think that he would have known, right, from a character perspective. Then, number two, he goes into Raw. Brock Lesnar out of nowhere wants to be his partner. Brock Lesnar's making him look like a child, the way he's shaking his hand and putting his arm around him and stuff. And Cody was made to look stupid again, you know, taking the match with Brock, turning his back on him. And it's like they've booked him to look like a stupid baby face. And so I don't understand how you could look at him as, as coming out bigger. Like he just I don't didn't. like it. No. I don't like it. Corey says it's basically the late. Let's wait and see. BS WWE likes to play. Sometimes a common sense uh, idea is the way to go. Cody should have won. I agree. I completely agree. Just, I, uh, just really, really tone deaf of WWE. Just and really, you know really what? Tone deaf. If they build him up for the next year, and if they get him to the point where he's actually hotter than he was on Sunday, then I will be the first to say that I was wrong and that yeah. and that the process was right. It's hard to see it right now. Tommy Maynard says, can't stand SRS, but he's great at his job, so I stay with Fightful and Fightful Select. Keep rolling. Well, Tommy, I feel that way sometimes. Good for you, Tommy. I appreciate it, Tommy. Suck my fucking ass. Uh, Max yeah, Powers awesome, says, awesome, awesome. hola, guys. On vacation in Punta Cana, which sounds like something that somebody would call Tommy Maynard, says, been a wild week in wrestling, so I want to make sure I caught the show. Salute from the beach. Well, thank you so much. We're glad to, to see you here. Real Take Wrestling says, just a shout out to you, Sean, and definitely not Tommy Maynard. Thanks for adding clarity for all of us fans and content creators. Your work is so appreciated. Let's get back to these this mountain of super chats that we have. But, uh, you know, first I got to give you guys give you guys some good ideas. Nord. Nord. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. What more can I say that I haven't already said? Well, I'm going to have to say a few things because this is an ad read for NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You know, the way that I get UFC pay-per-views for uh, one-sixth the price, the way that I'm able to unlock lots of content, the way that I'm able to keep myself browsing safely and securely when I'm on the road or when I'm at home on all my devices. This bad boy right here, this bad boy right here, all these bad boys around here that you can't even see are all protected with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. A 30-day money-back guarantee. You already get a great deal on it. The amount in savings that I had the first month beat the price that I paid for the subscription itself. And again, works on all your devices with one subscription. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Check out their many great tiers and tons of other great features. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You did an ad read with a shitty microphone, Sean Ross. Yeah, I had the wrong one hooked up. Uh, Tommy Maynard says, I'm, I was ribbing you nerds. SRS is the blue chew of wrestling news. Now, Tommy, I've seen you say some out of pocket shit about, uh, some, some friends of mine in this chat. So, uh, why didn't you re-record that with the proper mic muted? Now you don't get to talk at all. Uh, Ari Shriner says any info on Vicky, her daughter's situation. And what was Vicky, uh, thinking with that IG post? I'm not going to comment too much on that because I, I don't know exactly what happened. I'll just say that regardless of what did, didn't, could have happened, Vicky's response was completely tone deaf. It was idiotic in a situation like that to bring up who bought whose car and all this shit. Like, ridiculous. Take it off. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. 
Ryan says chances of Bailey asking for her release or writing out her contract and leaving, knowing Vince is back in creative. Who's to say? I don't know. I, I don't exactly talk to Bailey a lot, but I know there was a lot of speculation based on her tweet and then her not being there. But right. I can't say that she would. Right. I mean, just like you, like I, I can't speak for Bailey. The only thing I can do is comment on things that she has said. And I've seen yeah. interviews with her. Now, granted, she said these interviews when Hunter was in charge, but she, I've seen interviews where she really put over her, her lifelong love, love of WWE and how she hoped that Mercedes would return. But yeah. uh, who knows if, if Vince is fully back, then who knows if that changes her opinion. James Stalling says, I believe, I 100% believe Jay White said, hell nah, F that. I don't think that's what happened. Blind Wolf says, another example, what if Cena lost at Mania 21? Yep, that's a perfect example. That is a perfect example. Shouldn't you have think, happened. You think WWE just stopped taking Jay White's calls? Yeah. Mateo says, is Roman going over related to the sale? Nope, I was told that had nothing to do with it. Right. Uh, we've got just a bunch more. In your opinion, percent of chances uh, Jay White shows up on AEW either tonight or soon? I don't know about tonight, but I think probably about... I, I'd put it at 65% now. Put it at 65%. What's the percentage Wood said? Asked you all months ago with these allegations came out if there was a realistic possibility Vince could be removed. I'm asking you and Jimmy, any realistic chance Vince doesn't show up Friday? Yeah, there's a real realistic chance. The hope internally is that Vince was around in LA, right. decided to, to put it put on the headset for old time's sake, maybe have one more go of it. But however, when he said that he's going to be involved in the top levels of creative right. and not in the weeds, this is how a lot of people took it. As in, I'm going to tear up that fucking script at the last minute right? and you all can handle the fallout of it. That's what a lot of people are thinking. Right. Yeah. We got Mr. CJ Lilly asking if NXT would be affected as it seems like last night's NXT was more like a raw after mania with returns, turns and surprises. Well, that's because Shawn Michaels is booking that. Uh, he has claimed that right now Vince McMahon has not had anything to do with NXT. That's what people there are telling me. However, mm -hmm. Vince has categorically changed NXT multiple times in the past. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. And ultimately that NXT, if Endeavor wants it to be something else, it can be something else. It, it's, that's just the way it'll be. Wasn't there? Sorry, wasn't there a time that Pritchard was the goat? Was the conduit? Wasn't there a time when Sean yes. had to report to Pritchard? Yep. That's not. That's not the case now, right? No. Okay. No. Ke seven seven five. Do you think the locker room will revolt against Vince? Could Vince survive a revolt? Yes, Vince could survive a revolt. It's a matter if he's self aware enough to remove himself from that situation. But yeah, there will be people that likely ask for their releases and uh, don't want to work. Brandon Charles Powell says, I got to say NXT last night helped clean the bad taste out of my mouth that Raw left. Glad Braun Breaker is now a heel. A lot of people are very glad about that. Uh, I was I was happy to see that. I think that's a better role for him. He gets yep. to stretch his legs a little bit as well. Yep, they don't have to have plants booing him anymore. Caden asked if there's truth to the Cody Rhodes injury rumors. I've not even heard him. I've not even heard him. Velasa Pastor says, any news why Cena theory match sucked? A lot of wrestlers thought that Cena sleptwalked through that match, Jimmy. Yeah, um, I didn't like the whole thing. I didn't like, the, oh, no, that's not true. I love the Make-A-Wish entrance. I love the Make-A-Wish entrance. I feel like it It lived up to about what I expected that match to be because I didn't expect Cena to have some incredible match. But yeah, it, yeah. I understand why people thought that it sucked. Yeah, I and, certainly, and certainly you, did. one thing you have to remember too is remember what happened with The Rock when The Rock got all those injuries uh, and he had Hercules coming up 
and they yeah. had to delay production of Hercules of for months because of that. Right. And I've, I've seen Cena do interviews even recently talking about, cause he understands that now. And, and he, I've seen him do interviews talking about, you know, they rely on me as, as the actor in the production. And if I'm not around, then I delayed the whole thing and whatever. He went pretty safe in that match and it wasn't very long. And I'm sure that that played a hand in it as well. Yeah. So it was what it was. Mike wants to say hi and show some love. He appears on Overbooked. Uh, Colton says, is it normal for a 31-year-old man to be emotionally and mentally devastated by this week? Is Cody supposed to lose to every heel now? If he loses to Brock, I don't think that's a good thing either. Let me just say this. What's this gentleman's name? What's his name? Colton. Colton. So I'm 48, Colton. And on Sunday night, I watched Roman Reigns uh, pin Cody Rhodes. And I said at like one o'clock in the morning Eastern time, I said, what the fuck was that? Yep. So uh, I guess I'm also emotionally and mentally, maybe not devastated, but it pissed me off. <laughs> Jay Smith says, hey, Cody, still have that Stardust costume? Yeah. Damn. Uh, Emily says in one of his interviews, I think Colin Coward, Triple H literally said that his relationship with, if his relationship with Vince deteriorated too much, he would quit for the sake of his family. I don't know how far we are from that. I think if this continues, we might not be far from that, Jimmy. But also, I think that Triple H would maybe ride it out to see what Endeavor would possibly do as well. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to reserve judgment. I mean, how long? Do you sure. remember? Do you remember when um, there was a report? I think from you quite a while ago now, quite a while ago, about how Hunter looked um, disheveled in the locker room or something because he had come out of Vince's yeah, some office, shit like that. Some yeah. shit like that. That was a while ago, and Hunter got through that. So uh, I think Hunter can can handle it. And like I said, uh, and you're right, I think, about the Endeavor thing. Vince is not going to survive the first round of board elections. He's not. Mm -hmm. And so whenever that is, whether it's 12 months from now, eight months from now, he won't survive it. So they just have to write it out. CJ Lilly says, hi, guys. The other thing is the TV deals with USA Network and Fox. Will they be a factor in this? Because they might not want to renew while Vince is there. They might not want to renew while Vince is there. That is true. I mean, both of them have. I mean, I think that Vince and Rupert Murdoch have had OK relationships, uh, despite, you know, some of the shit that, that went down. I don't think Fox is going to renew in general. Especially oh, no, at the price. really? Yeah, especially at the price that uh, the price they they're paying or we're going to be asked to pay. but. Comcast USA Network. I'm sure they'll re up if if necessary. That's been a staple of their programming. And don't think Crisley knows best is coming back, Jimmy. Uh, I th well, I still knows? think I think Fox will be in the running still because okay. uh, they're still one of the top shows on television in the key demo on Friday nights. So I think that there's still a chance. I don't think Vince being there is going to have any um, any effect whatsoever on television yeah. negotiations. Emily says, do you think the fire Vince chance will make any difference into Endeavor? Do you think SmackDown will be high? I think we mentioned this earlier. We read that mm -hmm. one earlier. I do think that there will get, be some fire Vince chance. That'd be interesting. Uh, Ryan says, what Vince essentially did on Monday was cut Hunter's legs out from under him. From saying the email, uh, in the email, he was staying in his position to replacing him in Gorilla. Can't imagine how frustrated Hunter was in that moment. Yes, he made the entire company look like liars to the staff and talent. That's what Vince did. Because there were two meetings. People are asking if Vince was at NXT last night. No, he wasn't. There were there was a Zoom meeting, and then there were emails, and then there were a talent meeting, and Vince made liars out of all of that, Jimmy. 
when Hunter came out to start the show, Vince was there by then, right? Because they had already done yeah, reruns and stuff. But he was in Gorilla by then. Okay, because a lot of people took sitting Hunter's, right next to Bruce. Of course, a lot of people took Hunter's promo as some semblance of a goodbye. That's how a lot of people took it. Yeah. Well, I sure as shit hope not. Brandon Joseph says, for Jimmy, between now and when the deal closes, is it possible for Vince's Class B stocks to convert to Class A so he keeps the same voting power since no. Class B has 10 times the voting power? No, I don't think so. I think, matter of fact, I think I saw that written down. Remember that document I showed you, Sean, that listed the bonus information? Yeah. Uh, the transaction agreement? I think it was in there. No, I think Class A and Class B are both converting at the same value, I believe. So I don't think it's going to make a, a difference. I need some class A shares. Walter <laughs> says the Cody storyline almost got my wife interested in WDB for the first time in 20 years. The news coming out of uh, this week. She is only AEW. Damn. Damn. I mean, AEW. I think that having a good show this week would go a very long way. Very long way. There'll be a lot of people that are open to trying them out. Uh, Half. says, what do you expect? Nigel McGinnis will do an AEW probably manage probably, uh, announce and then maybe down the line do a wrestling thing i think that him as a part of uh blackpool combat club would make a lot of sense jimmy yeah him and brian have a long history together yeah they do makes sense yeah caden says spreading positivity love you man and great work it was great to see you was nxt was vincent nxt last night nope he was not any news about champa or randy orton returning to action we never reported that randy was imminently coming back i haven't heard that yet uh, at all yet, but Champa, gosh, I mean, a hip thing, you never know how long that'll take. And that had been bothering him for a year. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I do know that there, there were ideas pitched about DIY, but with Vince there, does he give a shit? Yeah. You yeah. know, Vince gives a shit about getting Randy back in the fold. That's for mm -hmm. damn sure. Joker says any Santana injury updates or his relationship with the Ortiz. Um, I, I'll have an update on that coming soon on Fightful Select. He's still sidelined. I heard from him briefly last week, just like a thank you for checking on him type of thing. But uh, he had been out or off social media since largely since his injury. So I feel like that's a good sign. Dax implied recently Enzo and Cass would be a great feud. Any correlation between or to the MLW release? No, the MLW release was a set of miscommunications. Uh, Enzo did not want to work in a top title match. Uh, MLW advertised him for one. I actually thought him, uh, Enzo came off very well in his video about that, a lot better than he did about the the tweet about Vince McMahon. But um, I can tell you that like people have pushed for Enzo and AEW before, and it wasn't a reality. Mm, okay. He was on a per-appearance deal there too, yeah? Yes, he was. He was. Right. Uh, BL says, what happened to Karrion Cross's push? Uh, I would imagine a fellow by the name of Vince McMahon happened to that push um, and, and a lot of the re-signings as well. Taylor Cannon says, if they do remove Vince as chairman, any idea who they'll put in that spot? Jimmy, who do you think? I mean, who knows? You know, it's, it's it'll be a while before that happens. It'll probably be somebody from the Endeavor side, I imagine. Yeah. So, but it'll be a while before that happens. So it's really hard I, to, to answer that question. So I didn't talk to a lot of people uh, from Endeavor last week when I put together that story about, about companies that were rumored to be interested that said Vince would be a hurdle. They didn't really comment on that, and that's probably why they didn't mm. comment on that because he's back. But I had people from every single company, employees from Disney, Comcast, um, God, there was one other, and Endeavor that all said that that they recognized the power of Stephanie McMahon. I don't, I'm not saying as a chairwoman or chairman, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised to see her back. 
Brian says, you'll never convince me that Triple H promo wasn't a Vince power move to get Triple H out of Gorilla so Vince could slide into the main seat. <laughs> I think he was already there, wasn't he? Brian, at that point. Brian, you are saying what several wrestlers have said to me. That's what that's what they speculate. Oh, he said, hey, go cut a promo. And then he sat in the empty chair. <laughs> go. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Oldest trick in the book. That's funny. This is a guy who named a pay-per-view Great Balls of Fire, Jimmy. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Flundinger <laughs> says if this sale has done nothing for shareholders, can the shareholders sue Vince and Endeavor? Can a regulatory agency get involved, Jimmy? Let's talk about that. I actually had, had a thing about that. Okay. Um, the first thing I want to do is I want to address something that I noticed that a lot of wrestling sites are making a big deal out of, and it's not a big deal. There's a legal firm called the Demi LLP. And they issued a press release saying that they're investigating the transaction for possible breaches of fiduciary duty and other violations of law. There is nothing to this, at least at this stage. This is a class action thing. Class action things are cash grabs. The attorney at the center of this, his name is Guri Ademi. He has a history of doing this. They're looking for an easy payout. That's what that's what this is. And the reason that he did the press release is he wants to try to get shareholders on board to strengthen his case so that he can try and strengthen the, the chances of victory. It's unlikely it's going to go anywhere. Uh, now, I will say something else funny enough about the stock. And I, I mentioned this to you this morning a little bit. The day that they announced the Endeavor deal on Monday, the stock went down. Uh, and an analyst at the time said that shareholders weren't happy that it was a stock deal. It wasn't a cash deal, yeah. right? And a lot of people are confused about this, Sean, because I've seen so many social media posts about, oh, well, Vince has billions of, in cash now. This was a stock deal, all right? Endeavor's not cutting a check to WWE so, or to Vince McMahon or, or, or to the shareholders. So if you're thinking to yourself, $9.3 billion valuation and Endeavor's acquiring 51% of it, that means that WWE shareholders are getting whatever the hell that is, $4.5 billion. Yeah. No. That's not what's happening. So Monday, the stock went down, but in the last two days, it has actually rebounded. Last I looked at it, it hit 99 bucks today. And that's because analysts actually like the deal long-term. And so that uh, that made Wall Street uh, respond accordingly. But to answer your question about um, can they sue, you're going to see this class action stuff. You're going to see it. And that's as far as it's going to go, I think. There's nothing else is going to, especially when the stock's gone up today. What's there to sue for, right? Yeah. So, uh, man, we're, we're almost caught up and then we get a bunch more super chats. This has got to become a super chat show, Jimmy. My God. It's, they love me, it's, Sean. Uh, they love me. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, we definitely don't make more when you're gone. That's for sure. <laughs> that's because then they, then they're too busy listening, Sean. They're uh -huh, too busy listening. Right. WWR official says, could Hunter have told Vince to pound sand Monday night or does Vince have the power to remove Hunter in his current position? Vince has power. Vince can adjust that as he sees fit. He could make, if he wanted to, he could hire Jimmy Van on the spot and make him head of creative if he so chose. Garmin Rose says, what's the deal? Uh, we all expecting UK to go back to $20 plus pay-per-views. Well, I'll tell you what, if they do, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. <laughs> NordVPN.com slash Fightful. There's the microphone. Uh, WWE told me for our report that they aren't imminently expecting to change pay-per-views from what they are. Take a too good to be true deal. That's fine, but CJ, that's not WWE's decision when the time comes. CJ Lilly, uh, they said imminently. Uh, CJ Lilly said, we'll never see Bray again now that he has to be one of the people reassessing his contract and Alexa's return is delayed again. That's if she comes back at all now. It seemed like Alexa had some other stuff going on physically, yes. so I, that's the important thing. Bray is ill. He was ill. He's been ill. 
that's just the the thing. That's the nature of it. I'm, I'm trying to find out more. So I did see that video. Did you see that video clip? The guy that ran into him on the street. Mm -mm. So Bray was in LA and a guy posted a video where he, he came up to him at a, at a light and Bray yeah. was in a Bray was in a truck and the guy, I think it might've been like Friday or Saturday. And, and the guy said to the guy uh, to Bray he said, are we going to see you at mania? Uh, and Bray said something along the lines of something like night two is my night, something like that. He was really excited for Roman to win. That's what I guess he, he must've been. Yeah. Silverback says, what do you think about triple H to AEW fat chance? Very fat chance. But you know what? If he were free and I were Tony Khan, I would, I would do it. I oh, would absolutely do it. At least make a phone call. Sure. Yeah. Colton says Vince's swan song allegations too severe to last buddy. He's back. He's back. There'd My have to be God. more. There'd have to be more. Don says UFC WWE streaming service post TV deal expirations. Now that is an interesting line of thinking. A combination UFC WWE deal with enough crossover there. I mean, Jimmy, we started our site because of this, because yep. of the crossover between those fans. It's died out significantly, significantly. However, it's very clear that, that I think it would do well. So Nikon uh, addressed this in the interview with Axios on Monday. Uh, and he said that WWE will uh, go after a separate television deal from UFC. Mm -hmm. But he said it was possible that they would uh, align when it comes to a streaming deal. Because the Peacock deal, I don't think, expires till 26. So he was saying yeah. they might align on a streaming deal. So that's very possible. Bridget Hewlett just dropped a monster super chat. We're going to spend some time on a very random question, but one I'm excited very generous. to answer. Because I you know what my cat looks like her cat, Sean. You've seen my cat. Yeah, it does. It yeah. Does. But I actually spoke with security Sam from AEW this past week. I know a lot of the security guards says, I know this is off topic. I've always wondered when wrestlers go in the crowd, whether it makes security nervous or not. Based on the conversations that I've had with people. Yeah, it does because they know that they are now effectively a part of the show and they're briefed on it and things like that. And not only do you have to watch, Oh, these people are, might come after wrestlers. You have to watch the wrestlers themselves. You got to make sure the wrestlers don't do anything. Absolutely. There have been there have been numerous security guards that I've talked to that have had to restrain wrestlers, and even whether it be a work or a shoot, Jimmy, like a wrestler pretending to go at an audience member, and then they got to get involved as well. Then there are some that go in there completely unplanned, and that's that's what I've always heard makes them very very nervous. Mm -hmm. Is mm -hmm. is that element of it where? That you know they've got to rush to get to a certain spot. Mm -hmm. They've got to rush to do their job because even though they can sometimes be a part of the show, we saw with CM Punk, he went out in the crowd and one time he slapped at somebody. That makes them very obviously that would make them nervous, Jimmy. Sure, I mean, fortunately, it's not the seventies anymore. Uh, fans are not bringing knives. They're not bringing batteries. They're Thank not God. bringing cups of piss like they used to. But uh, absolutely, we live in a litigious society, so so there's that risk. Did you see Mr. Alex McCarthy? go taken off when Brock threw Cody out there. No, I didn't. That's so funny. when Brock, it might've been a suplex. He suplexed Cody over a barrier near where the ring announcers are. And mm -hmm. that's where Alex was stationed. And when Cody came over that barrier, Alex was out of there in about a half a second. That's he was amazing. like, it was, it was like a, a, an Olympic hundred, hundred meter dash <laughs> runner. <laughs> we have a ton of super chat to get to. We're just going to go through those. Cal says, have you heard anything about talent feeling betrayed by Triple H with him constantly saying Vince is running things? No, nobody's putting the blame on Triple H. They think that he was put in an unfair position. I agree. 
I don't think it's fair to do that. Emily Duda says maybe move Nick up and put Stephanie as president. I mean, anything is possible when the time comes. I I believe that because you got to remember again the new co right. Nothing's going to happen with WWE now. The new co six Endeavor people, five WWE people. Now, granted, could the the new chairman uh, be from the WWE side and they're close with Endeavor folks? Sure, anything is possible. Nick Khan might make a lot of sense because Nick Khan knows Ari really well and all those people. Yeah. It's possible. We'll see. Ryan says, with Vince back now, can you see the talent that Hunter brought back ask for their release, like Cross, Scarlett, and Bray Wyatt? I can definitely see some of them asking for their releases. Absolutely. Uh, the A lot of the re-signings have been de-emphasized and just aren't figured into a lot of these shows heavily, so I could certainly see that. Tanner says, I know we've all heard about the reports of Jay White. From what you know here, is there any chance at all he's WWE bound by the summer? Again, I think anything is possible but I think that they fumbled the bag on him big based on what I hear right now. Hmm. Uh, and I, I wish that he would. I wish that he would. Eloquent says, are talent going to get paid more at least? Well, that's why you're going to see a lot of people waiting until Endeavor takes over before they talk deals. They want to see what's out there and what's possible. CJ Lilly says, update on Ronda Shayna as Ronda did nothing in her match and Shayna was limping after the match. Hope Alexa comes to SmackDown with Charlotte on hiatus. Alexa needs some sort of change, but... Uh, I mean, I, Ronda had went into that match banged up. Shayna, uh, I haven't heard anything differently about her, but Friday will be a big tell if they're not on the show whatsoever. I think that that would uh, be a big tell. I'll, I'll see what I can find out, though. But, I mean, also, Shayna works really hard. I would imagine she's always working banged up. Do you know what? Do you know if one of the reasons the women's tag was given less time was because of Ronda's injury and limitation? Or just because they've know. been doing that with and the women? Okay. I don't have any idea. Austin that was says, Please tell me Bobby L.A. rumor is false. Nope, it wasn't false. There were plans for them to do that. Says, I worry so much for L.A. L.A. and Sammy have made, reminded me why I like wrestling again. I want to talk about this uh, for a minute. So on Sunday night, because, you know, the whole weekend, everybody was thinking they're going to do something with Lashley. He's going to make some kind of an appearance. They're going to do something with L.A. night. He's going to make some kind of an appearance. I posted something on Twitter that kind of went viral, got about 250,000 views, and Lashley himself liked the tweet which tells me that maybe he was in agreement. So I'm going to read what I said. I said, Triple H famously suggested to CM Punk in a promo on Raw that if you get over with the crowd, opportunities will come. Bobby Lashley has been over. LA Knight got over despite his booking. Neither got a WrestleMania match, but Pat McAfee and Shane McMahon did. Now, some people missed the point. Some people responded and said, oh, but Pat McAfee is over. This wasn't about Pat McAfee. I love Pat McAfee. My point was those guys are never around. They didn't deserve it. Lashley and Ellie and are there every week. They deserved it. And so it was a slap in the face. And, and some people were like, well, what did you expect? Uh, Lashley was supposed to fight Bray and Bray was injured. They had like a month. You're telling me over two nights they couldn't figure some out? They could have very easily done the same Miz thing. One night is Lashley. One night it's LA night. They could have very easily done that. And so that was, uh, that was a misstep. Uh, and I felt for those guys because mania is the show. That's what, that's yep. what they want to be on. I felt for those guys. Arya says Friday events is there. Do you think talent will walk out? I, I think there's a real possibility that some will. Really? It's not going to be, I got everybody saying strike stage. Yeah, man, yeah, 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 shut yeah, yeah. the fuck up. They ain't doing that. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. They ain't doing that. Get real. Oh, they're cowards. If they don't, man, they got fucking families. Get You're right. Remember the Montreal screw job. And when everybody, that. yeah, when everybody, including McFoley, when everybody said that they were going to walk and they were there the next week, I think some of them. Well, Bulldog, Anvil. Well, 
Brian sure. Adams did, Mick Foley did, like a lot of them. But they all ended up coming back. Of course. And uh, like like you just said, they got families to support. Yeah. So Gary O'Sullivan says, hey, guys, I want to say you're both doing awesome. My question is, how long do you think Roman says is staying champion? Does he pass 1,027 days? Well, I don't know the significance of that number. Mm. But uh, yeah, at this point, I do. I don't even know if he defends it before 1,027 days at this point. Um, but did, yeah, did you I see think, did you see Roman's interview with uh, Ariel? Uh, no. So he basically because Ariel said to him, you know, there were there were reports that you're going to take off for a while, maybe until SummerSlam or something. And Roman said the deal that I have, he's like, if they keep cutting the checks that they're cutting, I'm not going anywhere. So, yeah. Bob says uh, Triple H was only announced as a Hall of Famer. Instead of COO on his way to the ring Monday, any chance that was done to undermine his position? There's always a chance, but I don't, mm. I don't think so. But I mean, there's always an opportunity. Kev says, do you think that there's politics involved in Reigns not putting over Cody and the adversity story is the reason they've get out of doing the job? Yeah, I think there's a real possibility that politics are at play. You got a guy who used to take shots at WWE, who left WWE, who set up the top competition for WWE, who lured one of his best friends away from WWE. I think there's always possibility of that. I'm not going to say it is. Yeah. There's been a lot of comparisons to Cena when Cena lost to The Rock. Then the night next night, Brock Lesnar shakes his hand, then drops him with an F5. There's a lot of comparisons, like this is where they're going. And in that situation, Cena beat Brock. Uh, now, uh, um, Brock and Cody, um, have you heard, is it going to be like a backlash or Saudi? Have you heard about that? Um, I would, whatever the next show is, was the plan last I had heard. Backlash in Puerto Rico, I believe is the next show. Yeah. Saudi, Saudi is the end of May as well, though. New York jet says, so you're saying Vince is 100% control is create of creative. <laughs> a triple H is out. This is all confirmed. I, I've never said that. Like if, if there's one thing you learn from these shows. We'll just say it. We'll just say it. No, 100% Vince is not in control of creative. No, Triple H is not out. No, this is not confirmed. No. Where's Nakamura been? When's his contract up? He pushed back on the word that he possibly signed a new deal. So uh, I don't know exactly when his deal is up. He was at the Hall of Fame. He he was there. He was in LA. I saw him in Mm -hmm. LA. So he's been around, but uh, whether or not he's been hurt or needed time off, it's really hard to say, and WWE has been commenting on that less. Uh, but yeah, B Nation Gaming says, Sean, how'd you feel about the Mario movie? Any matches you're looking forward to on AEW? Going to a meet and greet with the Lucha Brothers. I want to see a four pillars, four corner match. Like I don't want to see MJF face one of them. I want him to see. I want to see him face four of all all four. I want that. Uh, I really enjoyed the Mario movie. It was great. Uh, I, I'm excited for spinoffs. It, it's a nice age where video game movies don't suck. So I'm taking my kids on Friday. Were there ki- you went to a midnight showing, so I imagine no kids, right? There were there were some. It's spring break for a lot of kids out here. Okay, okay. I'm taking mine on Friday to see that movie. So it's a good we'll movie. It's a good yep. movie. Uh, Tom talks rubbish, rubbish. Says back from boxing. Great training. Now to watch a great show. Well, we appreciate you. We appreciate you so much, Justin LaRose. Will Vince have to answer to people in Endeavor if ratings and attendance drop? Yeah, of course he will. I mean, technically, they will have a control. Now, um, Ari Emanuel was asked in that CNBC interview, what happens if you guys ever have a disagreement? And I don't know if you caught Vince's little comment, Sean. And you know when people make a joke and there's truth to it, right? Yeah. Vince McMahon said to Ari Emanuel, he said, I thought you worked for me. Ha, ha, ha. 
And I saw that and I was like, you little fucking got to get that in, you know? But uh, Ari Emanuel said, uh, if there's anything that we don't agree on, then we won't do it. But in, in a case like performance, they got controlling interest and he absolutely will have to answer. But I don't think Vince will be chairman past the yeah. first round of elections. Pavement cut your hair, says what if Triple H pedigreed Vince backstage for real? Uh, well, we would sell a lot of subscriptions. Uh, and we're we're about to sell even more. We're going to head to FightfulSelect.com in minutes to do reckless speculation on the uh, the AEW announcement. But, Jimmy, there's no recklessly speculating about what gets your penis good and hard. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful does that. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You speak to their online physician, and if approved, it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. No waiting in line at the doctor's office. Jimmy, put that down. I'm helping you. You, you, need, to be, you need to be the face. No, you're not. You're not. Not in any way, Jimmy. I need to be the face of what? No, no. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients like we mentioned. You can take them anytime, day or night. So you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Maybe you need that motivation. Maybe you need that performance. And those Blue Chew tablets are made straight in the USA, so you are getting an all-American boner my friend. Don't think you need it. Try it for a month and see. You're going to love it. You could be missing out on the best sex of your life. And right now you get your first shipment free when you use our promo code FIGHTFUL at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Check it out, guys. It's all done online. No visits to the doctor's office. No awkward conversations outside of the awkward one that I have with you guys during this show. You want it. You need it. You know you desire it. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Adrian says, great content. Love the channel. Thank you, Adrian. You've been super generous today. I want to thank you so much for that. Chuck says, where is Eric Young? So he will be a person that pops up. Like he and I think a couple more people were actually brought in before the Vince thing. So I don't know if like, like what the deal is there. but I know he's doing hey. NHL Network stuff. I know that. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. K775 says, what do you think is next for the champs? Gunther, Theory, Rhea, and Bianca. Well, I think that Theory's contenders TBD. I think Rhea is going to head towards Raquel. I think Bianca's contender will be determined. Probably next week they'll push back and do do that. I think there's a chance that we see somebody newish. I think we might maybe even see an EO Sky face Bianca. Pretty interesting. Uh, Gunther... Um, I think Gunther's going to keep running the game. I think he's going to run the gauntlet and just keep beating people's asses, Jimmy. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's the run that he's having. I mean, they haven't seen this out of the Intercontinental Champion in a long time. I want Austin Theory to take improv classes. <laughs> I think so he's doing I, all right. Uh, he needs help. So so when he goes out to the ring, and I understand sometimes when you're live, like, you you know, you and I on this podcast, sometimes we say the wrong thing because it's a live live moment. He goes out to the ring. The crowd's chanting, you tapped out because he tapped out to Cena when the referee was down. And he looks at the crowd and he goes, no, you tapped out. Y'all tapped out because you didn't believe in me. (laughs) And I just watched that thinking, no, that's not going to work. So WWE, invest in some improv classes for Austin Theory. Black Mega Man says, any news on the AEW video game? It's been very quiet on that front. Jose says, does Vince have to be elected? In the press release, he was just named the executive chairman of the new co. I mean, you have to start with somebody. Yeah. And so, uh, and that was that probably was a, part of the deal. Exactly. Right. But uh, eventually, you, typically they do it once a year. 
uh, unless something happens and they have to do it, they call have to call an audible. Otherwise, it's yeah. usually once a year they do a round of board elections, and that's when that could happen. But uh, to start, he'll be in. New York Jet says, "Do you feel an obligation as the fan industry to not pour gas on a fan on a, until the story is one hundred percent confirmed?" Seems a lot of reporting is per reports. I mean, I follow up on everything. Like the the beautiful thing about FightfulSelect.com, best five dollars in the business, and why I want more credible sources reporting things is because. I don't feel like there's anybody better at getting additional details as well. I feel like legitimately Fightful is the best at reporting original news in the game, but I also think in the world we're the best at getting details when other people report things as well. So, uh, I mean, I can count on one hand the number of things I've had to say, oh, hey, we were wrong on that on. And, you know, there are some people, again, some people that I kind of went at this week that if I had got as much stuff wrong as they did in one day, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a career. So I yeah, mean, look I'm, at I'm the confident in our abilities. Look at the chaos from the WWE has sold to the Saudis. Remember that absolute chaos? And and I mean that night I I was I wanted to take the night off and I said I'm sick of this shit. So I'm going to tell everybody exactly what the rumor is right. and I'm going to tell them. I haven't heard anything about this, right. but this is what everybody's vague. Tr- oh, if what I'm hearing is true. Uh. Listen, if if you see Sean Ross app post a vague GIF out there or an eyeball emoji, you better slap the $5 down because that story is coming imminently. It's happening. And we're going to report on it on FightfulSelect.com. I'm not going to tweet some eyeball emojis and walk away from my office for the day. That ain't happening. Tazzy says, do you believe Bray will return soon with The Fiend? I don't know about with The Fiend, but I do think he'll he'll hopefully be back in some capacity. Um, I mean, he was in town, but again, you can't predict illness and all that. Donazard says, I swear, wrestlers, staff, Triple H need to walk out of the company and threaten to quit their job till Vince is fired. That is unrealistic. It is irresponsible. Yeah. They got families to feed. It's not a realistic thing. So WWE is never going to split the titles. I wish they would, but I, I want them to do it in a responsible manner. Them doing what they did, I mean, it, if it would have led to Cody winning, it would have been, it would have made a lot of sense. Mm. Would have made a lot of sense. Mark also mentions Triple H had COO on his nameplate. So, one thousand twenty-seven days puts him past Pedro. I think that's the distinction. But yeah, what does that really mean? How often I'm, do they talk about Pedro Morales on WWE TV? Yeah, they don't unless, I don't know. Where, did he pass Hogan? Has he passed Hogan? Hell no, Hogan had it for four years. Okay, so because that that would be the one, but like they're not going to let you know Roman hold on that long, you know? Yeah, Hogan held it for four years. I mean, they can already say longest in the cable TV era, stuff like that. But I think I'll, they I'll, say longest since Hogan, I think normally, don't they? Although it's not yeah, true. Or modern or some shit yeah. like that. That's what yeah. they said with Punk was modern. So the, the longest reigns are Bruno, 2,800, Hogan, 1,400, Backlund, or Backlund, 1,400, seven, yeah, right into that. Bruno again, 1,200, Pedro, 1,027. It's like, all right, cool. You got the fifth longest reign. Right. Marco says, I'd like, I'd like to know how Triple H really feels all about this. There has to be some hate that he keeps hidden with Steph. I'm sure. I'm sure he's frustrated. There's no way he can't be frustrated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No way. James Stalling says, uh, Nigel got his all elite graphics. So happy, man. And I want to address this inverted. I appreciate you coming here, but he says, all this WWE doom talk is ridiculous. You guys have been saying this since before, at least the last few years. Some of you need to chill. No, what you need to do is take a look at some of the fucking numbers. Playboy. Look at the decline. They were on from a live event and viewership perspective. 
Look at the lower, how tons of people requested their release from the company. Tons of people walked from the company. Tons of people let their deals expire from the company to the point to where it created their own competition. Yes, Vince McMahon caused a severe downturn in business because of being creatively bankrupt, and that's before all this peripheral shit. When AEW started, I joked that somebody that isn't given enough credit for starting AEW is Vince McMahon. Uh, cause that's true. And also, I don't know the exact number, but I believe that raw got down to like one and a half million viewers under the Vince regime before he retired. So they were on a downward trend in terms of television ratings. Curtis says any chance to see Jonathan Gresham back in AEW after his interview that shed some light on his confrontation with TK and how he's working through it. Article just dropped. Shout out to house of wrestling. I was supposed to get that interview. I was a little busy this week. But Nick Hausman, I'm, I first off, I want to say I'm glad Nick Hausman is in wrestling media. I'm glad he's doing something on his own. You guys should support it. We need Nick Hausman in wrestling media because what he asks isn't always going to be something that I ask or somebody else asks. And I think that he approaches things a lot differently. And I think that is absolutely needed. I've heard that Jonathan Gresham has talked with Tony Khan since then, and things have been all right. I think there's a definite possibility. Random, but John Wick 4 is incredible. I got to catch up. I've heard that too. Yeah. Justin Robbins, let's be a little more sensitive here. Uh, we were wishing Dante the best. Uh, the Crowbars told me that he thought that that Dante would be out like six to eight months based on his experience. He said really? he thought it was like tibia and fibula. I will. Let me ask you a quick question on that. Does Ring of Honor use agents, match producers? Yeah, of course they do. Okay, because that spot should never have happened. It was very irresponsible. And so I hope that they've learned and they don't do it again. That was a stupid spot where the way that Dante was falling, he couldn't even see where he was going to land. And because the tables were stacked, when you hit the first one, you're not hitting the ground. You're still going on an angle trajectory to the ground. It was very dangerous, very irresponsible. So I hope they don't do it again. Uh, wow. PW Insider just reported that AEW hired Adam Hopkins. Who the PR is guy. A long-time ah, WWE PR guy. That's cool. Good for him. Good for I'm him. to reach out about that. Ooh. Good for him. That, that would be big. That would be very, very big. Um, Yeah. We got to get through these damn super chats, guys. Y'all y'all went crazy today. Went crazy today. Colt said, I saw some outlets were saying Endeavor sees the outcry from fans on Twitter. Have you heard the same or can you find out? Yeah, we said the same. They have heard that. Um, of course, they're plugged in. They know. Pavement Cut Your Hair says, Roman changed for the worst since his title run, a new contract. Is he no longer a header like Mox and Leader. turned back? I never heard that he was necessarily like a, yeah, guys, we got to do this. And I've never heard that he was like Hogan. Right. You know, from what I heard, he minds his own business. Yeah, I can see that about him. <clears throat> Mitchell says, I know it's off topic. Any update on AJ Styles? I was told he wasn't close about a month ago. That was about he a month ago. Close. Wasn't close. Uh, Emily Duda says, do you think Nick has sympathy for Hunter? What's their relationship? Seems reasonable, but mostly money driven. Is he playing Vince? I'd always heard that he maintained a positive relationship with Nick Khan. Nick Khan, I think, realizes he's a lot better off with Triple H than he is with Vince McMahon. Yeah, but I also think Netcon knows how to talk to Vincent Man. I I, I think sure. that some of these younger, I've been in this world. I think some of these younger, you know, because Netcon is a go getter kind of sales guy. I think some of these guys look at Vince as an ETM. 
you know? Seth says, do you think WWE should, or we should be worried about Bray Wyatt's position in WWE? I know a lot of people dislike him, but I really hope he returns. <laughs> Again, he's under the weather. He's uh, ill right now. But considering his history with Vince McMahon, I don't have a great sense of confidence right now in that. But yeah, Joker. And I don't, I don't think I don't think people dislike him. It's just the creative. Sure. Joker says not our business, but I worry about Triple H's heart problems. Not going to speculate on that. The report yesterday on Vince and morale is alone worth the five bucks, says Chris Reigns. Thank you so much. Like we specifically wanted to make this the most affordable wrestling news service period. And, uh, yeah, I, I, you get 40 shows a month and a lot more. Did you watch NXT? It was a breath of fresh air. I, I enjoyed NXT. Yeah. I've seen clips so far. I haven't seen the whole thing. Tazzy says, have you ever been to Romania? Both of you never. I would love to go to Romania. I would love I to go not. a lot of places. I'm, uh, hopefully heading to London. I really need to book that travel. Uh, so I'll probably do that very soon, but lots of stuff like that, but I'll tell you where I'll be this weekend. Squared circle expo. Come see me. I'll be running around. Uh, going to be trying to punch Shaza in the back of her head as well as uh, interviewing some wrestlers. If I missed any super chats, let me know. You should say where Squared My Circle Expo is going to be. Indianapolis. There you go. Indianapolis. Very excited about that. People saying, is the Hopkins hire that big? How is it that big? He has been, uh, he's worked for WWE from 97 to 2022. He knows Let's, I'll be honest with you. There's a good chance I'm probably doing AEW pay-per-views if Adam Hopkins is there because Adam Hopkins knows the value of press junkets and things like that. So get ready to pay for that travel, Jimmy. Until next time, guys, FightfulSelect.com right now. Rec spec, maybe not so recklessly speculating on AEW's announcement. Until next time, let me make sure we don't have any more Super Chats. But Books Car Racer says, think you missed mine. Send it to me, please. Please, I've got no moderator today. Send it to me on Twitter. I'll read it today, tonight. Until next time, we're out.